Anella, what do you think a soul is? One way I find my soul is through nature, my artistic expression. And, um, but I feel that every form of art contributes to that spirituality. When I'm continuously looking and feeling it, uh, I want to get in that state where I'm one with what I'm doing. Because when I paint, and I'm, I'm talking about myself and painting, I'm in that zone when nothing matters. And then I feel that's part of my spirituality. You feel it, but you're not uh, in touch with it because it's almost like you're flowing in this state. So nothing matters. You don't feel the pain. You don't feel you're not thinking of problems. You're just in that energy. Right. Because I was thinking about in everyday life, um, I was thinking of situations where I feel like I got a very gentle tap on the shoulder and it was my soul saying, you know what, you left me. And you've got into habits of, you've gone off course and you're in a situation which you have to correct to get back in touch with me, your soul. When you think of soul, you can think of feelings of ecstasy. Because when you're in nature, you can, I, I feel I reach heightened states of ecstasy and I, and I do when I paint. Yes. But it seemed to me that, that you can also, you can drift off from your soul. I can remember this was a work situation and this was a repeated situation I had where I would get into the situation with a boss where I just wasn't happy um, with the way this relationship with this boss was and it was to do with a gift. And I did not want this gift. I felt like the gift wasn't right. And, and I was prepared though to ignore it and just go home and throw the gift away or something and pretend it didn't happen. But I, I knew that, that I had to give the gift back. And the reason why I knew this was a soul issue was because it was so hard. It was easy to take the gift. It was easy to shove the gift away or think about throwing it away, but it was so hard to give the gift back. And that made me feel that that was a soul issue because it was so, it was so trivial. It was so light. But actually having to give the gift back, it was, it created such fear for me in terms of my social, you know, my, my social uh, relationship with this boss, my professional relationship with this boss. I just felt the fallout, but I felt like I had to stand up and, and do it. And which I suppose as I'm thinking about it is that art doesn't have to be, you know, momentous to be spiritual. Right. It doesn't have to be a, an amazing, uh, massive Sistine Chapel or in a, you know, ostensibly religious in nature. It can have a spirituality in the most silly. You right. know, the book was silly in the most silly of things. So yes. it's got that kind of lofty aspect. Maybe you could say, you know, I'm just thinking as I'm going along. It's the first time I've wondered about this now as, I, as I'm talking. And maybe it can have a, an apparently trivial aspect, like these sketchbooks they do where I was just showing you clouds and they looked so silly, like cartoons, and they looked so funny and sort of grotesque, but that's going to be spirituality too. 
But I think a lot of people shy away from the word spirituality because it's always uh, in their mind. And I know from talks that I have with honests, in their mind, they're thinking about the religious aspect of it. And it's not. I also uh, think of spirituality or the soul as being part of my conscience. If I'm doing something and it's so trivial and I'm getting upset, and then I have to go back. It's like the little tap on your shoulder. It says, now let's stop it right there. The, in the large scheme of things, this means nothing. Don't lose your soul mm -hmm. to such trivial little things that they're not going to make a difference in your life. Yeah. Then I can really calm myself down. And so it is that relationship, that connection, that interaction that we have with our soul which is the conscience in that moment and say you know something you're right i surrender myself to you my soul and i'm just going to release all the other negative thoughts or negativity from others situations that will come into play that um sometimes you can't help it but you have to stand you know very uh straight and say i'm releasing you yeah go back to myself and there's, and there's a release in in making art as well isn't there that has it is. Yeah. and i think this is exactly why i need to be by myself when i'm creating because i can have that uh that connection with myself for we are talking with each other yes. and if i'm too worried about the painting not coming the way I want it. I'm reminded again, trust the process. Trust that it will happen. Just let it flow and it will happen. Yeah. But it's not difficult to really describe to others unless they really experience it on their own. You have to really practice your sensitivity and, and then you will find your soul. If you don't worry about technique, you don't have this terrible feeling of oppression, you know, when, you, when you're going into a painting, having to live up to your own expectations or other people's expectations. It's a, it's a freeing place. And then you want to do it more and more and more because it's so liberating, you know, using that judge and jury to examine and analyze what you're doing. You know, I think you can start out from not, not having any artistic experience whatsoever and create amazing amazing stuff people have difficulty with say contemporary art if there isn't a feeling of technique or work behind it that it deepens the more that you do there's a kind of a resonance and a vibration because you are connecting with yourself your the artist in you which we i i believe we all have to varying degrees our birthright it's what we're born with you, you just have to watch children play. It's just human to have imagination and want to build and make things. But, but I think you do deepen with this. It's not, it's not, um, um, it's a, it is a life that you can, it, to be an artist is to sign on to a life in a way, if you feel that connection and you want to keep doing it. And I think there is a vibratory and resonance, resonance to what you're making over time. Um, and it's to do with the confidence, confidence is connection, 
and a connection with what you're making and, and going into that place that you're talking about where you lose track of time and, and get into a place, of, a, a state of energy and connection where you're losing yourself as a human yeah. being. It's so very true because when another artist will ask me, how do you do this, how do you do that? It's not a technique and that's exactly what I say. You really have to find yourself in all this. When you find yourself, you're not going to worry so much about the technique because it's going to happen on its own. So it will. I mean, you'll accumulate it. You'll get it as a secondary element right. of this by, by, by doing it a lot. It's, it's not your focus, but it's a, it's a kind of side effect of it. Yep. So and true. Then, and then also, I mean, if you're, you know, for example, if you're looking for answers about, do I give, you know, the gift back to my boss? Actually, if you, if you paint from that way where it's not prescribed, where you're going on a journey where you're, where you're, you're just, exp you're experiencing the painting rather than having a goal, things will open up that may tell you about whether you give that gift back or not in terms of figures or situations that you, you know, and you don't have to worry about creating people accurately or places accurately. Right. That's not the point because that, that will emerge, you know, when you, when you infer shapes and places and, and things into, into what you're drawing, you're like seeing faces in clouds, you'll see the situation, find maybe mm -hmm. answers. And also, you know, you're looking inside yourself. So it is self-acceptance that right. you're getting, um, which is a beautiful thing because you accept yourself warts and all when you look at your painting. That's the whole point of it. So how do you teach it? How do we teach this to others? Well, the, the word teach suggests some kind of hierarchy. I, I think, you know, the way you are with people is the way I feel too, is that you're a kind of a cat companion. You're a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> you know, you're a, you're a motivator. You're, you're, the, you're there. You're there with, I mean, you might have trod this path a bit more maybe so you can be a guide. Yeah. But you're not to, to open somebody up to, to themselves, to, to, to give them a window into themselves. I don't think you can teach that. That's just from, it's from the doing. It's, it's the doing. It's sort of knowing what it's not, which I may, I think it's also spirituality as well. That's how you're finding your angels, isn't it? This negative space. Right, right. So true, yes. So you have to see, then you have to feel. So all your five senses have to work together in order to find that, uh, that spot, that, that soul. I guess the, the soul is the essence of who we are. So... I will probably advise to really see something and then feel it. So if you see a flower, the creation of the flower, and, and just then feel it. What would it be like to be a flower? If you see a bird and the beautiful, the wings and the different colors and just the way they're made and it's so perfect. How would I often feel look at a bird and they fly so high and I said, how would it be to just fly so high? And how would it be to just stay lightly on a branch and feel the wind on me or 
how would it be? And those, those questions aren't literal, are they? You're not saying, draw the bird, draw the flower. It can, anything can come out of that. You do end yeah. up drawing something, you know, figuratively. It doesn't look like a flower at all. Because then it's the essence. You're really, your being is being completely engulfed by this essence, this feelings. And then you can go and create. Yeah. So this is the process. See, I'm just, I'm just thinking now, and by concentrating, let's say I'm concentrating on the flower, the beauty of the flower. I'm not going to go to the canvas and paint a flower, but I'm painting with the essence, the feeling that the flower gave me, the perfection of the flower gave me. So that's, I, I'm taking the essence, the energy of the flower, to just put it on the canvas, and it might be completely something different. It might just be a splash of color, or it might be a figurative. It could be a, it could be a landscape. It could be whatever, but it's the essence that is really fueling me to paint. And so that's the soul. That's the spirituality. Yeah, it's just like I was thinking as you were talking about how you become a conduit for the flower. You become a channel for the spirit, the essence of floweriness. What of, of, of flowerly ways of being? What would it be to have to be open up like that or closed like that? What is it to be that vibrant? What is it to be that rooted in the earth? When you're not judging yourself and you're not analyzing, you are opening yourself up, is that there is a feeling of another presence comes in, which is probably why we both like to be alone. Because if there's, um, and I don't think you necessarily have to be. I think this is a temperament thing. Yeah. yeah. I know that we we have similar temperaments. You know, this is why we've gravitated to each other. We, we like a lot of change. We like to experiment. We like to work on different works at the same time. But we, we both like our isolation. But I don't know that that's necessarily true for everyone. But it's, it's my way of, and see if you agree with me, of feeling that if I'm in um, a space that I can sense something else there. Yeah. And what is that something else? I, I think that people could be chattering away and quite sort of distracted, but they are, they are actually ha feeling a presence. I think that art has a resonance. I think it has a healing com component to it. There is, that's why people want it on their walls. They want it around you. They, there's a distillation of the artist on, on your wall. It raises a vibration. If you want to tell, talk in terms of physics of, your, of, your, of the room where, where that art is. And when you look at that art, it's raising your, your vibration and resonance. And, but it's this other thing in the room. And I think that I like to be alone because I like to try and identify it. I, I, like, to, I like to feel it and not have my head busy with thoughts or other people so that I can com communicate with it in some way. Is that right. the same for you? No, exactly, exactly. That's why I said when I'm within myself in my own space, I have that personal um conversation it, it, but i in order to do that i have to be by myself alone and it's a it's a it's an interaction it's a conversation with the way the painting's evolving in front of you and, and with when it it reveals itself 
as you go. And there's a sense of revelation about yourself, but also something about something deeper that we're in. And um, so I was thinking about that, that you are a conduit, that I felt that, that I felt that I am the arms and the legs. I am the five senses of something that needs that from me, that doesn't have it. You have to remember that. That's a really deep one. <laughs> it, it is. It, it's, well, it comes out of my contemplation of what is in the universe and that spirituality and creativity are deeply connected because, you know, I'm looking out of my window now at the, the patterns of the wind and the trees and the fact that I've been watching these wildflowers grow everything is moving all the time there is no stillness everything is being created whether it's cells multiplying to create the stalks of the flowers or whether the way the energy of the wind is moving creating patterns in those two conifers that are really it's kind of like sea they are doing spirals all the time that um that i that this is creative that yeah. what this is, this, this uh, world we're in, is constantly creating, subdividing, multiplying, you know, producing um, all the time. And so that may be that this creativity is a conduit to the, the grounds of all being. The mm. universe. Now, you've got to, these words that we use can be tricky. Mm. God has so many ramifications and so many connections with a sort of dogmatic view. If you've ever been sort of educated in this, or had to go through sort of, you know, some kind of religious education, but uh, whatever the word you use, I, I feel it and I feel it in making art. Yes, definitely. I agree. I agree. That's why I call, I call myself to be any artist that is, we are blessed. We're blessed to have this and, and it's art in every form. And I always say that it's just not because I, I paint, but in any art form, it's the same thing. If you yeah. allow yourself to be in touch with that source, yes. because it is a source yeah. uh, for us all. And once we realize that, and I think maybe this is one of the advice to the other people they're seeking. You just to have to, you have to find the source within yourself. And when you find it, there is no way back. Then you want it more. Then it would allow you to do so much more and keep doing it. And um, you'll never be satisfied. You will always want to search for more and you want to grow more with it. And that's why when um, you create in this way, you're continuously searching. It's like the scientist, you're continuously searching for answers. And that's what we're doing because that's the source is so big, it's so vast that um, you can't just find it and say, "Oh, that's it." It just keeps on giving you as long as you search for it. And so that would be the advice to any artist that is seeking that: it's don't worry about the technique, find it, just search within yourself, find it, and then explore more and see what happens. And don't, don't judge every second of what you, you're doing. I, you're going to tighten up and you're going to stop yourself going into areas you never knew that you could go into. 
if you become prescriptive and you say, oh, I don't like this, the way this is going, and oh, this is ugly, or I never intended to go here, how come I just wanted to do something rather beautiful, and now it's turning into something, and I'm not sure what these shapes are, go with it. Go and with I hear, it. That's so true. I hear many times, I just say, oh, no, I can't do that because it's going to become so muddy. And they say, you know, don't forget, mud is a color, too. You know, it's like, <laughs> What's the best stuff out there? <laughs> so never be afraid of creating mud because you can change that just by adding a bright color. It's, so it's really putting away those fears that you feel of judgment. It's, you're judging yourself. You're judging something that hasn't happened yet. And, and uh, you're worrying about you're worrying about the aesthetic of the painting. You're worried worrying about producing an object that you feel you're going to accept, or other people are going to accept, or well, treat it as an experience. Get muddy and muddy and muddy and muddy because just find out how muddy you can get. That's right. Don't worry. Don't worry about what other people. Oh, you gosh, you know, you've just got a painting of mud there because. You know, just find out where the, where the extremities are in you. How, how deep does mud go, you know? Okay, sure. and, yeah. and, just, and just find out. It's like exploring space or traveling. You know, you, if you, I mean, a swamp is a, just one of the most amazing places to go, you know? It's muddy. <laughs> oh, and, and, and find out how thick that paint can get, you know? That's right. Yes. And how muddy you can and then and then you can do anything with it you can scrape it you can cut it up you can use pieces of mud there are no no restrictions can you exactly. imagine a world with no this is the whole point of this this is yours no restrictions no rules where in life in practical responsible life you know, when you've got to fulfill all these roles, where else do you get that? Here. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. And, and it, it can be digital. It can be, it doesn't have to be, I think I'm drawn to stuff because we can live in such a digital world that it's quite good to just get back to, get off the, off your, your, your phones and your this, that, and the other, and, and get stuck in there and get kind of muddy and covered in pain. That's that's quite a nice feeling. It is definitely a tactile it's, feeling of touching. Yeah. yeah, it's a very human place. Yeah. Um, so that has happened to me actually. Just uh, this weekend, I was uh, there was an old painting of mine. It must have had about twenty layers of paint and. Uh, I was thinking about developing it until I said, I think I'm going to start scraping. And um, before, the, and each time I scrape. When you, when you say develop it, what, what does that mean? I was just going to paint over the surface and whatever was going to happen. But instead, I decided to start scraping. And each scrape revealed something of the history of the painting that it became the painting. The scrapes actually revealed the painting. I didn't have to do anything. So me finishing what that painting was just by scraping it. And I was gonna work on it and yet was 
the searching, the scraping, and I have buckets full of scrapes of, <laughs> and yet sometimes I reapply it again on the on the on the canvas on the board whatever. But and that's what I'm saying. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust the process. You have to trust that um, magic will happen if you allow it to happen. And then something. I mean, I think effort can be interesting. That kind of struggling and tangling up. Yeah. But there's something. Um, the more you do it, there's a kind of effortlessness comes in. And I wonder if that isn't nature, and if that isn't spirituality. That there is something rather effortless about it all. Right. Um, which is that childlike state where you're not trying too hard that's when you're keyed in and you trust that you don't have to really work this it's going to happen and you just let it happen yeah you so actually true. get out of the way of it so true so very true you have to let it happen naturally organically i know we want to talk more so let's uh let's do that next time sounds good Bye.